0: Hello, I'm Eagle. Eagle Gardens. Eagle Gardens 1 on Instagram. And this is fucking talking shit with Eagle. Episode 341. The rabbit hole. Can't tell if I got see it a lot, <laughs> Oh, the wormhole. I said the rabbit hole. Always looking to fuck it up the background. What's up, Magma Seeds BX Gunner? Oh, I'll miss that. Lucky Mike looks good. Nice to see you all.
1: Thought
0: I'd check in for uh, late Monday nights. Late Monday morning. Early Monday episode of, of course, The Wormhole. Mo oh, Grower, what's up? Good morning. I Need to get me some smoking supplies going. CJ, what's up? Stu move good morning to you as well. I'm always happy to see right there. Smiley. What's up? Always glad to see that name right there. What you guys smoking on? Lots and lots of hash in the mess. Oh, I can't wait to see. Can't wait to smoke. What are you guys smoking on? I need to get my chat all popped out so y'all looking over here. Looking off to the side. Womp out, pop it out. 18 of you cool. Fucking people watching. Bingus is popping in. Man, this thing's got a good voice.
1: Hold on Vegas!
0: yes, I should turn it out in the jam. yeah, fucking rocking out a little bit last couple of days, man. I love that tune that fucking Rolling Stones give me shelter. This is a cover, and this girl's got a pretty good voice, but nothing like that original from the 70s, man. That chick that is saying in the originals, that raspy voice that just you can feel it, she's just singing with everything she's got man just seems to give me goosebumps every time i hear it. i think she actually outdoes you know mick jagger and the band and that thing and she is incredible
1: I, agree, <laughs> I had to jump on since i i wanted to see the worm oh <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: awesome uh, it's so, cool. how was your day
1: it was busy. I'm uh, was trying to straighten out my flawed breeding project, but I think I got it under control. And uh, yeah, I dude, I, I'm in the garden, man, all day. Try to stay. Plus, I took an extra large microdose today, so I was very focused. And uh, I'm taking microdoses every three days. 100 milligrams normally. Today, I took 500 which definitely sparked a few ideas, quite frankly. Uh, creative, you know, just got the juices flowing, basically.
0: Yeah, I, I enjoy the micro-dose days. Micro-Mondays is usually what I call Mondays. I missed mine. I, I went in yesterday instead, but should have went in again today. I was feeling it. I, I don't know why I resisted.
1: I, uh, I really, I was trying to explain it to my boy today. He's trying it out. Before I go into that, Lucky Mike, how are you doing in the chat room? We got magma seeds. Thank you guys for saying hi. Greetings to everybody in the chat room. Uh, I, I really think we're in the right place. Uh, microdosing, though, bro. It's, uh... <laughs> it... <clears throat> I, you know, I'm learning about myself is what's happening and I'm 66. I mean, I guess it's about time. (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, a lot of the trauma and drama in my life has surfaced. And it's like the shrooms will uh, take whatever's slightly under the, blanket and bring it up to where you can uh, deal with it and then it creates new neural pathways around that trauma to where it's no longer an issue and uh, I'm really enjoying that uh, because I'm learning I'm a a very insecure (laughs) post-traumatic wounded human being that has walked around Holding a lot of that shit underneath the surface, and it's probably why I had a heart problem. I don't know. You know what I mean? So I don't know. That's just my today's revelation.
0: <laughs> it seems like a good one. It seems very accurate. I, I agree with all that being said. Wow, I was just reading there in chat that uh, Blanket420 says she had a miscarriage. While singing that that song, that version of the song, and I believe that came from Woodstock. That version, didn't it? that in particular version? But man, it's I can believe it. It's sad, you know. i you know, it's, I hate hearing that. But man, it, but when you, you you can feel in that song that she is, I, honestly, putting everything into that. I could I could honestly believe something like that.
1: Wow sad to hear but great song uh music is uh freedom <laughs> truly it's so many
0: times where I've been I'm kind of tensed out or whatever and I just like to let my close my eyes for a second let that music just fade me away there's certain tunes that uh what's what it there's clutch there's just a couple songs by clutch there's uh couple songs by led zeppelin and just that when i hear it kept going to california is one you know by led zeppelin where you hear that guitar the mandolin it's actually a mandolin he's playing, yeah, yeah. and you just kind of can close your eyes and when i when i'm listening to that song i close my eyes i kind of see just like a beautiful sun sun you know Skyline with maybe a hayfield or something, you know, and they just kind of see it whoosh in a little bit, and it's fucking, yeah. it's of them yeah. tunes,
1: man. There, you know, I Led Zeppelin. You know, that's for my era. I, I think when I graduated high school, our graduating song was "Stairway to Heaven," and uh, so that and that was one of the first songs I tried. Feverishly to learn when I started playing guitar, and it's really not that hard, really. But uh yeah, but even today, man, a lot of the tunes that I'm hearing just grab me. I mean, just literally grab me. I'm like, put on my headphones. I'm like, hey, hey, stop, you know, stop it, stop, stop life, stop the world. I want to get off for a second. And I just boom and man, uh Especially when you're microdosing, I think it really, just so much more connected. I have more energy. It's just, you know, I don't want to say it's 100%. I mean, I get, sometimes I get a little woozy or I have a, I think what the problem is, is I have a, you know, I have three fused discs in my neck. So my neck is like stiff and it throws my balance off a bit. And when I'm microdosing, I'm feeling so good, I feel like I'm normal, right? So I'll start moving around, and I lose my balance because I'm not compensating for the fact that I've got a busted body. So it's interesting. And here comes Redfield. Howdy. What's up, bro? Hey. Thank you very much.
0: Boy, there isn't a lot. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. I cut you off there, Red Pill.
2: Oh no, I I just popped in. I saw that you were live,
0: came in.
1: Oh, you were saying hello, and I cut you off. I kind of rude. Kind of rude. There isn't a lot, is what you started off with.
0: There, well, it, there isn't a lot of music out there currently, you know, in today's artist terms, that has that power to. Kind of like take you back and like paint that picture to you. You know, a lot of that music today just doesn't have that grip.
1: I, I agree. There are a few artists, though. I find, you know what it is? It's not the mainstream artists <laughs> that I run into on YouTube. It's people that are trying to become mainstream artists. You know what I mean? They're raw and uh, I don't know. I. Psh- uh, there's a lot of talent in the world that is being unnoticed. Things need to change a little bit. Anyway.
0: <laughs> this is one good tune right here. I'm going to only play a few seconds of it here. Uh, I'm going to play it the good way though. I'll probably get in trouble. I got in trouble for playing Alice Cooper yesterday. <laughs> There it is. Uh, I kinda knew that was gonna happen though. Uh this song right here, man. This is uh Black Pumas. This the newer artist, man. This this song's got it so well produced. This is one you can kinda let it flow and take you back.
1: Welcome to you, in the
0: the guitar man, it all just blends together so much. I'm not even sharing it yet. Yeah, there you go. Back down Hopefully, the round, round, round,
1: round till I'm clean. You're going to be great. This is uh, a walk where well, I'll, I'll like be shaded by the trees. Tree. by little bit of it's green. Small. For my mind
0: made it town, town, town (laughs) in style (laughs) with all my favorite colors. Yes, ma'am.
1: I got all my
3: favorite
0: colors colors, now my sisters. But you should check that out. Real good shit
1: right there. It's a good one. I can no. That's that reminds me of the old days. I don't know who, who's the artist.
0: Uh, the name of the artist is Black Kumas. <clears throat> it sounded like you pulled that out of uh, the seventies.
1: You know. Yeah, it's a lot of rhythm, uh, soul, R and B. Very nice. I need more music like that. for sure. Kind of. Everybody here. Uh, Saw Smiley's recent video. I'm I'm just... uh, The weather is warming, so I think I'm going to risk it. I've been talking to my boy. (laughs) He works (laughs) for (laughs) FedEx. So... uh, He's been giving me the lowdown on when's a good time.
4: What's <laughs> up, boss? He's Mister Smiley. Uh, yeah, Smiley. Uh, set up, man! I was like walking in the door when he jumped on. So, my gosh, like, shit, get set up.
0: I tried to be on time tonight. I said two o'clock last night. I tried to tried to be on time. although even though i was on time tonight i'm gonna try to cut this off i guess sharply at four sharply at four because i'm gonna that barn that i was gonna build what was it last week or fucking two weeks ago right of course of course that guy called you know i'm Waiting for these beautiful days to come, man. I'm like, man, I got. I'm gonna get some shit. This shit done around the house. I'm gonna get that shit done around the house. About three o'clock today, he's like, "You want to make some money?" I'm like, "Yeah, I want to fucking make some money." Fuck yeah, why not? There's a beer shit in the so wood. I go, <laughs> I'm gonna go fucking build me a build a barn tomorrow. Hey, so.
1: okay, right on.
4: You're with the crew, you go? Are you like, you're just joining them for the job, or?
0: Yeah, I'm anymore. I'm. I guess I call myself like a fucking ringer. <laughs> Go up with a cool and Get
4: to work, right?
0: Well, I'm. I've, I've kind of got that kind. Of, well, I've kind of got that kind of work history and I'm that skill to where I can call my own terms, basically. And I even like told before I even started this, he seen me working on you know uh some, on my own project. Uh, and he was impressed and he kind of cohorts me on maybe working some with him and I was like eh and then I when he did it, when I did kind of talk to him I'm like listen, I have no approach, no no intentions on quitting my third shift show so if you want me to work I'll be there at like maybe 11 <laughs> you guys get set up how about you guys get there, get set up I'll be there at, you know 10, 30, 11 I'll knock out the hard shit and stay till sundown and then fucking, you know, we'll jam. All right. All right. And that's pretty much the deal I've had so far is, you know, I just roll in late and then kicks in my ass and fucking get the fuck
1: out of there. <laughs> so, I do It works for me. I, you know, the fact that you can actually do the work, I can't, man. I just can't do it. My hands are not what they used to be. Uh, swinging a hammer would destroy me probably for a week uh, so that's what you got to look forward to sir
0: <laughs> that's why I tried to cut it out as early as I could there to be honest with you fingers I, I knew that was coming if you do it for so long you're
1: almost locked in into it yeah you know what I mean you're uh, I, I did didn't a one uh, I did a lot of I used to bid on the jobs that nobody wanted, and I'd make, that's where the big money was. And uh, fuck. and my guys were—we were just all ex-football players and athletic, and we would do like windows that were shit—a thousand pounds, you know—and doors that were like the Seattle uh, tram doors. We put those in. Those things were like two seventy five a piece, <laughs> you know. So, and you gotta, you, dude, you gotta get her done, right? I mean, so, but man, it just destroys you, destroys your body. <laughs> Go to school, <laughs> become an accountant. <laughs> you know,
0: they. I used to say that, Pingus, a lot, but anymore. This is what's happened to the workforce. The people like me and you that can still do that shit, make a good fucking living. Because you know why? Nobody else wants to fucking do it. Nobody else is kind of... It's not that they're smart enough, not that they're not smart enough to do it. They just don't want to fucking do it. They just... Too many people want to make that living sitting behind a fucking computer or a desk job or doing very little as they can... And nobody wants to go out there and, you know, do the hard shit, the skilled labor and shit no more. So there's actually a nice, if you want to do it, show up, be good at it. There's a nice living there to be made still, that's for sure. It always
1: has been anybody that's willing to do what most people don't want to do is going to get paid well to do it. And I made a living doing that. I mean, you know, it's... My old man taught me that early on, you know. He also taught me never ask for a raise. And I realized that, well, fuck, I better just work for myself then. <laughs> you know Because I mean? you're never going to get paid what you're worth. I was telling, one of the microdose revelations I was telling my son is, I, dude, I'm telling the whole world now. I have never had one job working for somebody else that I haven't got fired or quit. Not fucking one, and I mean I've had many. I've tried many, many, many times, thinking, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll be the slave. I'll just shut my mouth, right? You no, know, the longest I ever gone was four years, and that was fucking painful. <laughs> well, Vegas,
4: what are you saying there? How do, how else do you leave a job if you don't quit or get fired?
1: Well, some guys. Get a job and they stay there for fucking ever. Oh, I get what you're saying. Man. Yeah. I mean, and they get a hey, I've job. I've
4: never had a job that I lost or that I then quit or get fired from either. <laughs> like, That's, yeah, I job.
1: Just, <laughs> kind of a Stupid statement. But yeah. <laughs> I've never been able to keep a job, would probably be a better way to put it. Because I And, it,
4: and I, I hear what you're saying, though. It's fucking different. <laughs> sure.
1: So I don't know. I mean, and then do it, you know. Being uh, able to do the trades, I tried to stick to finished carpentry, which, but (laughs) there's these things that would come across your path that were just sizable amounts of money. And then we got kind of known for, well, go talk to those guys because they'll do anything like that, you know. And so pretty soon that's all you're doing. (laughs) That's about it. You know, Eagle, that all started when I I used to be a general manager of a window and door plant when I was in my 20s, and I got fired and uh, put a tool belt on, and I lived in an area that had a lot of older houses that had double-hung windows, and my boys were just little, so we would go door to door and put cards saying, I would unstick your window for a dollar. All right. And the next thing you know, he'd be remodeling their kitchen. And dude, I I think we did that one weekend. And that's all I ever had to do after that. I was just one job after another. So it's crazy. That's cool.
4: Shit, now they got a Facebook marketplace for all that. Yeah so we did some work had some work done around the house here and uh like there's an entryway from the living room to the dining area basically it was like a normal width of a door and we just had it opened up you know what i mean so it's like uh-huh. a foot bit wider or whatever but yeah i just had a, cause i i'm not i could rip the wall out but i couldn't make it look nice afterward <laughs> like so yeah we just had a guy do it up in there this fucking great guy and did,
1: did a nice job and like, cool the, uh, well, I worked for at the. I started at the uh, window and door place. It was a custom window and door manufacturing plant that start was started by a couple of Italian guys that were coffin makers from Italy, and they came over like in the 1940s after World War II, and they set up this little millwork facility. And so I got to learn millwork from some troops dudes that knew what the fuck millwork was all about. And uh, they made custom doors, and they, dude, we made so much money with custom doors because they're just they're custom. I mean, you know, people come to you and say, well, we want this. I'm like, alright. Well, this is what's going to cost you. And they'd bite the bullet and buy it. But usually we'd have enough money to build two of them. <laughs> the first one was not as good as the second one. Right. Second one was usually pristine. So again, that's how they got a name for themselves, and uh, and then they sold it to uh, some guys, some younger guys, and then I ended up quitting. And no, I got fired. I shouldn't say I quit. I got fired. I told that. I told them what I really thought of them, and uh, yeah, that was that. <laughs> You know, because they wanted to change the business from, you know, because custom to me, custom is just the way it is, right? In the old days. And then now it's door machines and prefab windows and fuck. It was just no fun. No, the fun was gone, basically. I watched. That's kind of
0: why I got
1: out. Sorry.
2: Oh, I was I just gonna mention real fast. I watch uh, on YouTube these Amish log cabin builders. I really like how they do things. They do the whole process. You know,
1: show you every step of it. That's cool. No, no shit. I mean, uh, Japanese woodworking is fun to watch. I worked with a few Japanese guys that were from Japan. Fuck, if you want to learn a few. Interesting tricks. These guys really knew what they're doing. And they use these blades that are just fucking they're just like a so thin. I mean they're right and you get them in there and just fuck and do shit you wouldn't believe. It's like wow.
0: Yeah. Card scrapers are fucking nice. I'd rather use a card scraper to do some heavy scrap sanding versus actual yeah. sanding.
1: Amen. Yeah. <laughs> Cabinets, especially. Yeah. Don't get too. I, I need to shut up. I'm microdosing. Forgive me. I don't want to dominate the if conversation.
2: I, if anyone wants to make me a super ornate, dope Keith box, like something that looks like a treasure chest, but it's like a two screen uh, sift box,
0: that'd be dope. Yeah, it would be dope. Take that around sometime hmm. soon. I got to get my tools out. Now that the weather's nice, I may get. Pop out some shit. You make something like that for you, Red Bill. I'm That's always looking to get on my creative side. That'd be um, cool. I actually, am I'm that skilled to where I can actually do the inlays and all all that shit. I did raised oh. panel doors. I did curio cabinets, It's tables. You know what else is woodworking
2: I, that I got really into is uh, art. Uh, old school archery. People that still make like long bows and recurves. And I was following someone from uh, the UK that would do inlaid longbows and uh, recurves and it looked like pool cues.
1: So dope. Nice. That's good to hear, Eagle. That's the kind of stuff I like to do too. I, dude, I've always said that I, when I retire, right? Uh, I'd set up my own little wood shop garage, right? Until I realized that I could grow weed instead. <laughs> the wood shop turned into a green shop. Yeah. I don't have any tools, really, at all. I keep thinking about it, too, though. I mean, I was like, hmm, I could use a decent table saw and a planer and a joiner and then a drill pass, of course, and then a sander. <laughs> it's like, it's just get right open your pocketbook because it'll, it'll drain you.
0: I have all the above. I know you. Do. I have a complete shop still.
1: I'll be over and just use your shit house.
4: <laughs> be fine. Fingers down. You see that? There's a guy I went to school with that was doing like a, I forget how they worded it. If it was like co-op or something. But the premise of what he was setting up was basically like one facility that had all this different equipment, like that. And then you could rent it, you know what I mean? So, you, so say you were, you were trying to be an entrepreneur in some way and you had an idea that you wanted a CNC machine for, you could actually go to them, rent that CNC machine to run your idea you know what I'm saying? And then, yeah, so that was
2: cool. a, back in Colorado, there was a place like that right around the corner from my apartments. And it was a whole bunch of warehouses. And one was like a 3D printer place. And one was like a CNC place. One was a woodworking place. One was a glass blowing place. And you do the same thing, you just rent out time there, a place on the, you know, either where the torch is or the table with all the tools and literally create everything you want.
1: I had an idea back then we're talking back in the 80s of something like that only what you do is you send in the plans to our shop we buy all the materials sell the material to you as well as rent you the shop space to do it and that makes it it made it actually was a very good business plan because you could sell the materials at wholesale because of our buying volume power, right? So they would get a discount on their materials that would offset the cost of their, uh, renting the shop space. But it never, nobody, I never did anything with it. I yeah. drew that, was a quite a plan. That's back when I worked at the, uh, it was called Hillsdale Sash and Door was the name of the company. And, uh, they wanted to see they didn't want they wanted uh no go out and bid on this project go talk to this architect they just wanted volume sales of doors that were popped out the door and the same with windows just pop, pop and you didn't really have any craftsmanship involved at all it was just deliver the shit and wish them well yeah then you're just p- piling stuff up and you was that's why I quit. I. That's why I told him. You turn this place. I told him what I. I mean, I used to work for a guy, that knew what he was doing, and you know, you're just a dingleberry.
4: <laughs> no, that's. There's a lot of truth to that, man. I, I like the creativity portion. Like, that's always like, being an auto mechanic. That's <laughs> what, what interested me. Is like, you know, I was. Uh, it just intrigued me. The whole science experiment so to speak of a car you know i mean just how everything and went together and made it go down the road but after a while yeah it's just it it wasn't interesting anymore you know what i'm
1: saying it just wasn't no creativeness that's what i always need i need creative problems to keep me interested and if i usually i it's like the 90 day plan i takes me 30 days to figure out what i'm doing Another 30 days to get good at it, and then another 30 days to get really good. And then after that, it's like, what? You know what I mean? If it's a complicated thing, that's why I like poker. You're never going to do that in poker. I mean, it's, it's a constant. you never conquer it. Growing cannabis, same thing. Never conquer. <laughs> You're always growing, right? And so those types of things interest me. Except poker's a fucking negative and cannabis is a positive. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're always always learning always so turtle. Yeah, cannabis, man. The sky's the limit. Think about that. I was again, I'm, i was thinking about that. I mean, God, you got seeds, you got oil, you got just bud. You know, people want mainly they want. Good, high quality, but I mean, yeah, period. (laughs) You know, I
4: know, period. That's that's it. I don't know. There's a lot of like the whole like dab dab scene that I'm not part of that I know is really wrong. Yeah,
2: I apologize on the whole
1: dab scene's behalf.
4: What's that?
2: Did you say the dab scene?
1: Yeah, like, uh, I don't know. Hey, hey, Red, you're showing us your ceiling again. Is that what you want to do?
2: Uh, at this point, yeah, because you're attached to the
1: charger right now. All right, cool. Just making sure. Yep, thank you. <laughs> yep. I do, I do you have a very nice texture up there, and that one light seems... Popcorn.
0: <laughs> Popcorn ceiling. Well, the way I see it, I'd rather have you, you know, at least turn on the camera and show the ceiling because then you're an active box and you're not just like a voice in the background.
2: So, I, I could probably rig something to hold uh, hold the phone up. I don't have a, a stand for it. I just use whatever I can put it, rest it up against, but because it's on a cord, it kind of pulls at it. So I just have it flat on the table, but I'll move it in a second. I'm packing a bowl of that weed I still have.
1: Yeah. I'm going to grab a nug. <laughs> there you go.
0: Man, nice. I am fucking so, so happy about Hash Day being, coming and going. I'm Again, haven't stopped, man. It's been like in everything since just like last time. Just, this here uh, smash cake with uh, the big old hunk of, you know. I cut them them into strips. These ones into, like, strips, like, yay. I just chunk the strips right in there. Yay. Right in the middle. (laughs) Yeah. There
1: you go. (laughs) Very good. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Yeah, I got the... I'm lagging. I actually have enough to smoke. Jeez.
0: be happy to know that all your uh, your blue miles are came are coming up and looking
1: very vigorous. Nice. That's what I'm smoking right now. That plant is, uh, I don't know. I have two phenos that I'm for sure going to keep for clones, and I have like ten that I'm like, I don't really want to get rid of you, but I don't have room, you know? And, uh, yeah. So I got a lot, I got a lot
0: of blue mile coming through right now. Wish it was all like Oklahoma. We could all just have unlimited playing counts.
1: Is that way it is in Oklahoma?
0: Uh, you have to get that license, but it's still I think it's like fifteen hundred bucks. You can I do mean, it at your you can do it at your
2: home. Yeah, same place you live pretty in, sure. resident.
0: Yeah. Sure.
2: Well, uh, seeing as I don't have a wife and kids, I'll be moving to Oklahoma in about
1: uh, six months. I might be right behind you. I don't know. I've looked at Smiley's garden today, which looks awesome, by the way, sir. I mean, you. you got you got plenty of stuff going on there. You're in Michigan, right? Yeah. So maybe Michigan's the place to go. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: You know what sucks? Well, I would, I would do that too. I, I've, I've listened. I had a hundred percent of my ears open. Anytime Eagle said, well, I already knew it with the maxing out to 72 plant count, including you and your, all your patients, but then adding the 12 on top of it for recreation and then adding another 12 because you said it's only like a $200 fine. So what does that put you at like 96 plants you can grow? No big deal.
0: So do it too. Yep. that's a good good that's a nice garden right there <laughs> That's a nice garden sure. you'd
2: be able to do you'd be able to supply yourself with whatever you needed and play around with breeding too and uh, as I say that I, I just got a little uh, spike of anxiety because I was breaking up this weed and like I said I find maybe uh, one seed per two grams. And I just found two seeds, but then I uh, brushed away the weed and I accidentally knocked one of the seeds off the table and I'm not going to scurry on the ground to look for it. But it just bugs me because, you know, like, what if that was the one? But now I got to go and look
1: for, on the ground for it, but Here I'm not going to so you're, you're OCD just like me, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Yeah, I, you, you wouldn't believe how much time I've spent on this little four by four wooden floor trying to find something it's
2: my worst one I ever did is uh right when rosin I don't know just maybe 2014-ish 15 right when rosin uh had its first boom uh farmer Joe Parker I watched and I liked his technique of doing it the best and I would pretty much uh source the same stuff I would look for you don't have to really six star is um, you start to get a whatever a um, negative return you know diminishing results when you can just start with the five star five star is good enough and you use a coffee filter and at this time it was just a hair, uh, hair straightener with a normal a normal table vice but I would get 70 to 90% yields on that five-star. And one time I had some Bubba Kush that I did that with. I had Bubba Kush and San Fernando uh, Valley OG Kush. The Bubba Kush was a little bit better and a little bit more stable. I liked the flavor more and it was just a little bit more stable product. The SFV was good on its own and it, it just had more of a greasy texture and it actually protected it because the greasy textured one ended up sticking to the paper and I had a situation where I'd knocked off the uh, Bubba Kush right off the parchment paper onto the floor, a carpeted floor. So then I got on the ground right away and tried to look for it, look for it, look for it. Where is it? And I wanted to scoop it up, you know, with little hair is uh, carpet or hair fibers on it as possible. And I couldn't find it. I'm like, where the fuck is it? And then I finally tried to stand up and I hear, you know, like a Velcro sound. Turns out I sat on it.
1: I have I have been guilty of dropping a whole ounce of weed of not bud, but shaky weed back when I was a kid on a shag carpet. That was it. It was done. Boy, did I get shit from everybody. I also rolled a joint in a Volkswagen with the sunroof open. It was the joint, the only joint we had. And I was in the back seat and they said, pass the joint up. Straight forward, and we hit a bump. <clears throat> went without the fucking roof window. Wow, dude, you're bringing back max out the window. <laughs> we, dude, you wouldn't believe how much time we tried to. We we did not find that joint. We tried, and on a freeway <laughs> with three stoners dodging in the traffic, trying to find a fucking Just stupid shit, man. You know what I mean? But yeah. I could picture it to your (laughs) car. I've gotten better now. I don't do those things. I just drop seeds and shit that I don't want to, especially seeds. Because I feel the same way. Is that the one? Fuck. You know. I I thought I think of the seeds as little babies. Yeah, absolutely. Storm well.
4: Um I've been fucking them up lately, though, man. I'm like 50% on Not germinating them. They all fucking germinate. It's like getting them out of that little baby state once you get them in the soil. Yeah. You know, it's like. I went through a very very street, get, like, The second, third set of leaves going, they're fine. It's like. Getting, yeah. Yeah. You got to talk to them.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess. I Give them lots of love. Like,
4: I had it with old
2: for a while. It was with old and new seeds, and I knew I was had to be doing something wrong. That's what I talked about before. That I think I'm probably no longer going to be germinating in wet paper towel. Yeah, I because do. there's something where I'm transferring it, and I think I'm being too rough on the seed. That's the only thing I can.
4: You know, to be honest, man, like I see some pictures on IG, and it's not to say anything's wrong or whatever, but like some of those pictures, like. The fucking things are sprouted, like, three, four inches, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know, whenever I did paper towel, I was always trying to get them out of there. By, I just wanted to see them crack and get a little tail. Like, I didn't want them to grow into the paper. Like, every Jeez. time I see those big ones, I'm like, those roots lashed into that paper. Now you got to, like, almost cut the paper to get them, or, or you're tearing root
1: hairs to pull them out of there, you know what I mean? Dude, you make yeah. I have ones that are probably that way right now and that thanks for reminding me uh, one thing I've done recently is I I bought some shrink wrap for like wrapping boxes and stuff like in the warehouse you know they have those rolls and I just cut off a section of that and wrap it around the paper towel and I put it in a little black container that's light proof inside my uh, uh, cloner I keep it at a certain temperature and man I've had really great success with my seeds and then I take a, one of the pucks and I turn it upside down and slit it open it up and put the seed in there shut it and then leave it in the cloner until it actually fits, well, gets a the, little bit rich. the last time I had 100% seed germination
2: all I did was have pre-moistened soil put the seed right in the soil and 100% of them came up all the other times in between that time when I was doing I a mean, paper towel, and this is within the last few years, I never had 100%, maybe like 70% the best last few years out of paper towel. Where some, that's weird because at some point it changed to where uh, I would almost always get 100% tra- You know, seed germinating, sprouting into the paper towel, putting it in the soil, and it sprouts up out of the ground. But for whatever reason, I don't know, something
1: <laughs> changed. The
4: about and the other thing about waiting, like when you do them in the the paper towel, like I, I find it easy to break that tap root even when you're like trying yep. you try to get them in the pot and all that stuff. We're having the root riot, there's some protection around that. You know, the roots might be hanging out of it, but you're not going to break them off, yeah, you know, does. halfway from the stem or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tweezers or be careful like, for sure. But it's just another step where something shit can go wrong. You know, that's all I'm saying is, like, eliminating steps where you can fuck them up is kind of the thought. Well, it's,
0: uh there's sometimes, too, where people don't realize with the root rye cubes in the transplant, if they actually don't bury them down, you know what I mean? I like to bury mine right up to the first set of leaves, right up to the first set of leaves, and then I let it lay dry or as dry as possible for a day or two, make them, the root riot cubes wet, but I want it to like search out a little bit. I don't want it necessarily to be soaked when it goes in there. I don't want to rot out that stem. You know what I mean? I want the roots to take hold a little bit. But if you actually take that root riot cube and then bury it up to where some of that cube's exposed, yeah. that fucking thing will dry out on you. You know what I mean? That thing will, it'll be just the opposite. And then your seedling will fucking die out on you real quick. So
1: I, uh, it's totally, yeah. Yeah. Totally When I transplant, buried. when I transplant, I like to, I like them to be long because I like to bury that stem down because it really creates a huge, nice root mass. And, uh, you know, it's funny. We, you know, there's certain little things that we all kind of do a little bit differently. You know what I mean? So everybody yeah. kind of gravitates to their own little methodologies. And just keep growing is what my main message. Keep growing. I don't care how you do it. Just keep
4: doing it. Hey Amen. Yeah. No, I like talking about it, though, just because somebody might hear something you or I say or whatever and they say, fuck, that makes a shit ton of sense for how I'm doing it. So,
1: yeah. I, the small details are what are interesting to me instead of like what day do you leaf strip? I mean, or, you know, what's the proper amount of nitrogen? I mean, it's the little tricks. Like when I cut my cups, I use, a, I don't know, it's a, I don't cut it straight. I cut a little triangle so that it wicks the water that's sitting in the tray up into the, into the root mass because I keep them in pins. And I've just learned over the years that that, wow, that wicks so much better when I cut it that way. It's just a little trick. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and it, and when you talk to other people, especially some of the older guys, like when I was in the hemp industry, they just do they, They're little, Tricks and shortcuts and stuff are really that's where the value is at, in my opinion, because you're talking with people that's had experience doing that type of thing for years and years and years. And
4: uh, well, you and Nego both got decades of doing it, and like, yeah, you guys settle on your way of doing it over fucking them up, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) that's the funny thing, people are like, oh, yeah, I never fuck shit up, yeah, right, you know, know. never did nothing, that's the only thing you're saying.
1: I've made a lot of... I was just telling you my early mistakes of dumping weed on the carpet. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) Dude, I was just looking at the bag, right? I was looking at it. I wanted to hold it up and look at it. I picked it up on the wrong end. In those days, we licked them to seal them, right? Well... I just went, fuck. And then it was just... (laughs) Right? (laughs) It's... (laughs)
0: <laughs> it's funny you say that, Biggest, about them bags. I was over at my stepmom's house about a month ago, and uh I was out of baggies, and I needed some baggies, and I asked her, I'm like, you got some baggies? And she brought me the old school sandwich bags. I'm like, nobody's fucking licking and flicking anymore. You know what I mean? You do that these days, man. There you can fucking weigh out somebody, uh, your patient, or sack, and this go ah whack. There you go, know, fucking. They'd be like, <laughs> really?
1: You're
4: talking the old school sandwich bags, don't you? You're supposed to turn them inside out, dude. Like you put your stuff uh, in, and then that little flap goes around the whole thing, and it yep. You're not supposed to lick it. <laughs> we did. We
1: always did. I yeah.
4: always did.
1: Licking works, was- I guess, Yeah. It's like an envelope. It's. Yeah. We did a lot of different things. We I used to be able to roll a joint while driving. Fuck, I can't even roll one in a joint roller now. <laughs> you did with driving? You, you yeah, still? Oh yeah, dude. I had the the I was, trough. I would make the trough, right? Usually I have my whoever's next to me steer for a minute. And then I would just use my legs after that. If it, you know, and I can do today, I can I can drive without hands, just use my legs. Yeah. And uh, but yeah, we did a lot of you know, kagers, and just different stuff. I mean, dude, what do we do now? We fucking sit at our. We had virtual get-togethers. I would, I would have never imagined this when I was going through the kager back. In the day. I just, you know. Yeah. Yeah man, this was sci-fi
4: shit when we were back, you know what I mean? Back in the day, that's sci-fi this, shit. This Did you is, fucking talk to him like a vi- like video talk to him like fuck.
1: This is some Dick Tracy shit, dude.
4: Right, yeah. <laughs> I know they got the in the fucking watch now and shit too. I think of that all the time, man. Like the fucking watches are there, dude. That's Dick Tracy shit right there for sure. Right hey, man. Fucking Batman watch. Like <clears throat> we walk around with
1: shit. Screen buddy, what's up? Yeah. The good old days. You guys are young. You I don't get-
0: know. A virtual kegger would be like really awkward though. You know what I mean? You get everybody drinking heavily and on video, I think it would get like weird. I I think at some point you would like see some really weird shit. You know, like- because I think people would be walking around all hammered with their phone and forget that they had that were on camera, and you'd see some fucking crazy shit. You know what I mean?
1: Say the other night, you'd be running around naked, screaming, "The goose is loose!" <laughs> you're, you're cannonballs.
0: <laughs> oh man! Oh think I'm. A- Think how much worse that could be if I was by myself drinking virtually. (laughs) 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 Uh, No, no. (laughs) You go zooming
4: past the camera.
1: (laughs) You you just see his tents and then you see him running by. (laughs) Then <laughs> come run by then run by again. Uh, anyway, dude, that would be, I, I think we should do the emoji thing though. That would be fun. You know, paint our heads yellow and have everybody the, <laughs> have everybody on the panel painted head painted yellow and emoji. One guy's smiling, the other guy's frowning, the guy's going, you know. <laughs> That would, be, that would be funny and shit yeah. for about 10 minutes.
4: <laughs> I was just thinking,
1: I was just thinking how to skip out of that
4: date. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, sit, I'll sit and chat on that date.
1: No, I'm not sure you qualify, dude. You're gonna have a you know, you gotta, a... yeah, no, it's... total surprise, total surprise. I just didn't. Yeah, uh, sure that's not gonna happen, but it sure sounds fun.
0: I'm surprised they don't have them zoom filters like for that. What's up, Green 13?
1: That's probably right. Hey, Green, what's up, buddy? <laughs> he walks away. What's going on? What'd you say?
3: Hello, Hello. cheers on that jelly rock. Good morning. Everyone having a lovely morning?
1: Oh, yeah.
3: Oh, do so you all talk like royals now? Because you've got one. <laughs> is that what it is?
1: Yes, indeed.
0: Yeah.
1: No. I'm in being a cheeky little house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love the bridge.
3: What's going on? Is everybody well? Doing
4: great, man. It's fucking beautiful day. Beautiful morning, Thank night, you. whatever, wherever you're at, whatever. It's Monday. Yeah, Tuesday. no, Tuesday. Tuesday. But yeah, way, I ain't got a
3: lighter. Oh, that sucks. No, uh, <laughs> yeah, a lighter. I'll be back.
0: Had we? Did we lose yeah. Red Pill?
1: We <laughs> did we there he is. I knew he was. It's a plan. <laughs> oh, he's here? Yeah.
0: I don't know what the fuck I did with my computer With uh, to where... Oh, there it is. Ah. It was in the it's view.
1: You're your phone, right? <laughs>
0: I, so, yeah, I actually forgot that I had the uh, 420 video thing. So I got to actually be like, yeah, I'm going to cancel out Wednesday, too, on that barn. Just part of Wednesday. I got to be got by two. <laughs> yeah, when is that? Wednesday. Wednesday, 4 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, 1 o'clock. All right, Eight, 4 o'clock. Pacific Standard Time, uh, 1 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, Wednesday. Thank you for asking. It's going to be good. It's going to be fun. I like it. Thanks for reminding me. Actually, I was going to put that advertisement up behind me in the fucking background instead of the one I've got going now, which I dig very much, Bingus. I still use this one right here. It's the, uh, this is on all my screens. If you've ever seen what I, what I you know, look at, it's just, when it fires up, it's got all this on all four screens. Like, yeah. I love that background, by the way. <laughs> Thank
1: you. Yeah, I, uh, yeah.
4: No, oh, man, if you guys haven't seen the uh, video Chad did, um, Chad Westport did for, I think it's on the uh, Future Cannabis Project 2 channel. But he had GMO and Kino and um, uh, Hydro Dailies, I think was the other one on. So that was a pretty good episode. They were talking, growing intense and shit. So. Nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's cool, man. It's fucking. You're gonna, you're gonna get it right, Red. Don't worry, man. Keep trying. Keep trying. We're rooting for you, brother. <laughs> <laughs> What's he trying to do? He's trying. I think he's charging his phone and having trouble reconnecting somehow. Ah, uh, sorry, did I see him? See, he's trying to talk, but it's not coming through. I'm just letting you know. Oh, damn him. I can hear you. Wait was that him? Yeah. He that was him. He's second. gone. There's no
4: video. There he's back. That's weird man. He must have a back connection or something.
1: <laughs> he is. said something in there.
4: <laughs> uh, that was cool. So do you have Bix over Come there? Ahead. Green 13 or what, what? Do you have the okay. I was just wondering if there's like goofy kind of lighters. You have clippers. Yeah, those are here too. Yep. That's the we got the cheaper cheap, cheaper ones. Oh, what's
3: that? Oh! Right. So a clipper, which is our, our standard chuck away, or not chuck away, has a pullout where you put the flint in, yeah? Okay. So we use this. All that is is the striker and the flint. But that's a pokey tool for your ganja. Since the beginning of time, this is our beginning of the time. Stoner lighter is a clipper. And wherever you go, you have a pokey.
4: (laughs) Uh, The fucking innovation is awesome.
3: Yeah. And you can poke your ear with it as well. Dude, that was the best addition
4: to the one hitter was the fucking pokey stick. If you ever get a one hitter in a dugout again, fucking got to find the one with the pokey stick that's automatically in there. Because that was always the search, right? Like, them things would fucking plug up so quick. And you'd always be looking for something to plug them or clean them out. Or they'd fucking ooze out the end. You'd get the resin hit right up the end. It'd all be on your lips and shit when you got done hitting it. I remember seeing that the first time. I was like, that's fucking genius. You're always looking for a poker, man.
1: <laughs> but, <laughs> you did it.
3: Owners rule, dude think of all kinds of shit. <laughs> Is that red guy? Touchdown. That, hello, Samsung SM9G955U. What means, It's a bit of a mouthful.
1: AKA Red Bill. Yes, sir. <laughs>
4: adjustable. That's going pretty
2: good. good. Yeah. the first, first time I had a uh, they so don't do a hip hop like
1: that. Got the right name up there now. Good upgrades. Right on.
0: Made a boatload of hash yesterday. Green thirteen. Tell me, brother, how did it go? It's good. I made a bunch of. Uh, it's just beautiful chunks, and I didn't bust it up none. I know that's contrary to what everybody, you know, and I get it. I get the whole process of what they do, and I've done it myself. But this is where anymore I'm like, why do I go through the has, the, the process of, you know, ripping it all down into, you know, sand so I can put a shit back all together and make it turn brown again? <laughs> why don't I just keep it in the baddie? and save it, keep it a little bit more preserved and dry it. Well, Actually, that dryer, I'm telling you, that herb shroud there. I put that shit in there yesterday, and that shit's dry almost through and through. It's almost storable now. So, I, I'll grab some. I'll grab some.
3: You, oh, you, you know, the reality is there's a huge amount of fashion goes on, Eagle, with hash. It's, uh, it's something people get to be artisan about, and so colors become a real chat. And it's like, yeah, it's the same with, you know, you see Rasta Bob sit on your show smoking some ugly looking weed. I bet that was the bollocks, mate. He was there with his chopper. Fuck fashion, man. When it's all rolled up, you all look the same, huh? So, uh, here we
0: go. I'll show you some I'll show you some hashboard. Let me shut this background off. <coughs> there we go. All right. So, this is, a, let's see, this is a tray of some 90 that isn't quite dry all the way through. All right? These are some, like, pucks here, brother.
4: Look at that. Uh, uh, sure. uh, you go. I feel like you need to tune up that uh, song, that Tootsie Roll song. Let me see that Tootsie Roll. Oh, there you go. Look at that. Look at that
0: fucking ass. You see that shit? That's like a roll, man. Yeah. Okay. Let us see. I got another. Like this is just like a fucking. This is like a little. Look at that. Look at that. Looks like fucking chocolate. Do I get let me spotlight myself? I I always feel like I'm like fucking ass when I say that. Here, let me spotlight myself for everybody. (laughs) I already spotlighted you. So you might as well spotlight yourself.
3: You know what I mean? The the YouTubers can't do it. Look
4: mm. right here. Look at that shit. There you mm. got it. It, does, it looks like ca- uh, candy or whatever.
0: <laughs> no fucking yeah, nice. That's a, a hunk, brother. See that? That's a chunk. And I got I, I, got chunks for days of this fucking 90. Just, oh, look at that. Most of the park. Boom. Look how beautiful that shit is. To me, that's the way it should be. All busted up in powder, and you know, it looks pretty. But to me, that's fucking beautiful right there. That's fucking old school. Just. All right. So this is tray one. This is a full tray of almost center skid of 90 right there. Okay. And this was a fucking little bit of. 25 this is what i would normally consider garbage but i fucking since i had a 25 bag i decided to catch it and there's some nice little uh eh, i this i'll just keep that for whatever i wouldn't be trying to fucking send that shit home but i'm here to tell you remember that 160 i was telling you about yesterday which is there's that one ugly piece right here that I showed you guys last night where the fucking, actually some leaf fell in there. But this is, this 160 right here, right there's another, right here, this 160 is fucking rubbery, just like that fucking, look at that shit, for 160, 160, you see that fucking 160? That is fucking, that's... That's nice for 160. Usually you would think you'd get this is this is usually what you'd think you'd get for some 160 right there. It's some shit that it's like really porous, you know what I mean, or pulpy kind of texture to it. And you could use that for edibles. So that's a normal 160 right there. But man, I tell you again, I get I got bricks of this. This was that one last pull of that dominatrix that was super greasy. This shit fucking look at that. That's actually and it's oh this is that it's lemon pine. Oh, it smells so good. It's I have to almost call that, I mean damn near full melt right there.
1: So what did you do to make it such so good? What's the secret? And
0: this was all dry, this is all dried material too. This is all came from dried material. None of this was fresh froze. You know, I don't know. I just, the quick, the, I, you know, just the process, I guess. It's all, I don't have no secrets. It's just the way I do it. I got to get whatever this is out of my screen. You did a good job. And this, thank you. And this is, you know, a nice tray of some 73. Got some nice hunks. I but like man, that. I'm telling you, drying it in that uh, herbs dryer, herbs dryer, man. Again, this is 24 hours. So this is, you know, okay, this is all ready to be stored off. Look at that. That's beautiful right there. You know. But going to be some good smoking. <laughs> Nonetheless, none of this. I see worms for days. Worms for days. Enjoyable. I had I'll definitely be saving some for some of these uh, events. Here.
1: Green thirteens from over there in Hash Country. We gotta make our own over here.
3: <laughs> Man, I hate having a background. <laughs> Very
1: nice, Eagle. Very nice. Nice and gooey, man. I.
3: How long were you
0: at it, Eagle? 24 hours. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Solid. Did Solid. Do you do it outside? That's the secret. No. <laughs> I've thought about it Then I thought, man. I looked at the amount of material and all that, and I, I was like, I'm going to have to tear down midway and do the show and pull everything inside. Yeah. I might as well start inside. That's the one thing, too. I guess that's some of the secret right there is Bingus is fucking keeping things cold as fuck, man. That machine, as you can see, it's got a hot water tank insulation on it. You know what I mean? Which keeps that thing super, super cold. I think another thing is being able to use that hose a garden hose with a regular spray head on there to just blast that shit. I don't try to reuse none of that water, so you know things should be getting cleaner and cleaner as I go. There's none of dumping bullshit back into the machine to save on temperature, you know. And uh, so I wash. I actually, because I don't use a bag, a lot of times. I'll wash it. I'll put my material in there and I'll wash my, actually wash my way out of there or damn close. You know what I mean? Cause I, whatever comes out in that, in that catch bag, I just, I take the hose right to it, right through the bags. I'm actually, that's, I guess, there you go. There's a tip right there for you for when the, the heavier bags, um, when you get down to the 45, the 25, and they're a lot slower draining, I put that head, that, the, the, the head of that hose, the sprayer, on, like, spray. So it's kind of like you would, like, a watering stream, like a shower head. And I put that fucking right up to the bag and blast all them heads, lift all them heads up with jets of the water. You know what I mean? I'm, some people will say to be down there, but I take that fresh, clean water, blast it right up through the bag, and then pull it stop, and then let everything fall, and then, again, you know, blast clean water through there, and you'd be surprised how quick that speeds up the process and keeps a lot of that bounce from like happening right there, so I guess the pressure and the, the water, the hose, is both things right there help a lot in my process, I don't know. I don't know. I'm awful proud of that hard line fucking on the machine there too. I don't see a lot of people doing that with
1: the down stem. There's some good tips there. Some good tips in there.
0: This thing right here I designed because this thing I popped it doesn't get glued on because for storage reasons so that line can drip out dry. But this setup right here is like this for a couple of reasons. Because if the machine gets clogged, if you've ever changed the hose on your bubble machine, at some point, if you don't use a bag, it clogs up. And you'll have to blow into that line to get it to drain again. There's times where you get a mouthful of bubble water (laughs) blowing up into that line. But the... To prevent a clog in the hardline system, I've left room for that, so I can actually take this this cap off, close close the valve, and blow up in there. Actually, put the valve right there, the cap, and then blow up in there if it clogs. But with the forty-five coming out of the bottom instead of a ninety, I have yet to have that bag or that machine to clog up yet. So I don't know. Like this part of it, I'm really kind of proud. Oh, a couple tips alright now I'm done talking about myself and what somebody else saw oh, no
3: man that's,
4: so. not talking about yourself dude this is talking about what you just did the other day and that's cool as fuck because somebody out there is going to want to do the same thing so. and those are cool I mean you modified that washing machine to do that I you definitely know. like what that's the finish product looks you know? like
0: Still though, I just feel like it's you know when I talk like that, I feel like it's just like me, me, me. It's why sh- why that's why I don't. What's, what's the show called? That's why I sit back. What's the show called? I don't know. Talking with you guys, listening <laughs> to you guys. That's what. It, that's what it should be.
1: Fucking live. <laughs> eagle
0: listens to everybody. That's what it should be. <laughs> 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 That's what it should be to be honest with
4: you. It I don't know. <laughs> that's what makes good conversation.
1: That's why we got two ears and one mouth. Listen twice as much as you talk, right? That's the best thing. Like
2: that. It's my favorite. i
1: of the day. with you. Here's the doggo. What's <laughs> up, doggo? You
2: know, yeah. I, I was thinking about that. I definitely like the finished product. I'm just it kind of looks more old school, but processing it wise, unless I could come into a place where that setup was already made, it would bug me to all the work that, you know, it took to do that. I, I just, maybe it's a lazier approach, but I just like more, you know, Moroccan type style dry sift. I don't know if it makes an inferior product, but. I know it's a lot easier to make
3: I mean you say it's a lot easier but there's complications to doing that right as well static tech and stuff yeah. but yeah it's probably like I, I i asked my friend a lot of times before I started making hatch you know what's the difference between dr-? when you try the difference like the turbs just carry a little bit better in water hash, I think which is weird, because you think that wouldn't be the case. But
0: I think it is. You know, sometimes yay, sometimes not. I guess yeah. it's another yeah. well, thing. But uh, I think in the drive cyst, my, in my opinion, is a little more terpier. But I think there's something more full body about the bubble hash. I don't know what it is. It's a richer, thicker smoke. Uh, more full-bodied, I think interesting
4: well technically then speaking wise i'm i'm not knowledgeable either way i guess but which one is finer like uh more finely refined or whatever more
2: i'm gonna have to say with the process that eagles do water hash because the whole rinsing it and spraying it with water kind of overachieves anything you could do or tediously do with dry sift because when you're making dry sift, you're getting crushed flour. But that's the very last step in the whole thing. That's what I mean, because you start with either whole flour or shake and it gets broken down to a a point where there's a million different micron sizes. And even when you catch things on like the 70 micron screen, the two higher screens, you, you captured everything. But it's still covered with like a dusty, if you looked at it with like a microscope or a macro lens, it would look like trichome heads that's got a whole bunch of other dust and shit on it. And what that dust and shit is doing is lowering the melting, you know, and the meltable quality of it. So then, yeah, you either have to use vibration or really, you know, like, you know, really well refined screening techniques where you're, where you're not using static you can either use static or not use static when it comes to if you want to push the contaminant through the bottom of the screen and have just heads on top of the screen or if you want to do static and pull the heads right off the top of the screen and just leave contaminant on the bottom so yeah that would be the final step in doing that but as far as refining it getting it sprayed down and all that then each bag like say you have a 25 micron bag and the 45 micron Each bag, when you look at it under a microscope, is just going to have trichomes in it because the washing process blew everything, all the debris and all that straight out of the bag. So Then you get to look at it and see which bags have the most, you know, amount of trichomes in there. You'll find different, you know.
1: Very sticky, gooey looking hash eagle. I'd smoke it.
0: Thank you, thank you. I need to find see if I find a way to get it some to you. There's got to be. I know there's a way. Wasn't they I know there's a way. The no? eagles. No. Yeah, eagles, eagles fly. They they drop things. Carrier <laughs> eagles, you
1: Dude, I have a I have a a graphic. If I can find it, I got it. You, you're gonna love this. So just give me a second. I'll look for it you like the peagle aspect of it.
2: You know, uh, another thing I like about the Moroccan, Lebanese, and Afghani techniques is the actual harvest times, the amount of curing, and then the time of the year where they make it into hash. So at the transition between summer into fall, they're harvesting, and then the transition between fall into winter, they're turning it into hash. So it's like long cured good stored flower and then they're doing it except like basically pulverizing the bud and then just using the shape and the size of the trichome to know what size screens they want to do and they do it in a multitude of different screens and then just figure out from there you know which is the best quality to uh, for uh whatever <laughs> the market it goes to whatever you would call the market in Morocco and the eastern hemisphere
4: Question in chat was dry sifting
2: under a vacuum. Uh, yes, a very light vacuum. I don't think a a vacuum. I can't use your normal vacuum to do it, but slight vacuum pressure, like very, very gentle. Sure, you could do that with. But I would say, even though I'm more clumsy and wouldn't necessarily do the static tech, the static tech is yields a would be a quicker process and it would yield a higher quality because static there's something uh, i forget if it's positive or negatively charged about the trichome head but that's how you get what people call the 99 percent not 99 thc but 99 percent of what you collect is just the trichome head now, i don't i don't think even though you can technically be gentle enough with the vacuum to pull debris from the bottom of the screen you know, like with that, like I said, when you find, have that like fine powdery dust that came from either pulverizing parts of the trichome or getting the weed ground up so fine it made it through two different screens or more to get onto the bottom of either the final screen you're doing it. Like in this case, the two methods you can apply, like I said, is the two screen method. And usually you would do that with like anywhere from a 200 to a 250 micron screen on the top. And underneath that, either 160 to 180 micron. And then you're just breaking buds up on the very top of both screens. The bud stays on the top and the difference between air resistance with the parts and stalks of the trichomes and pistol hairs, they fall like a piece of paper and get captured on the second screen. And the trichome head itself makes it through both screens and falls onto either optionally a third screen that you can use, either a vacuum underneath or static from above or just straight onto to a mirror if you're gentle enough and you already know what kind of size trichomes are there you can get pretty good quality it's not 99% trichome heads but definitely above 80% with just two screens yeah. About you it. Got some nice stuff too. yeah that looks
4: pretty
3: doesn't it Yeah, that'll just be a whole mix of whatever dry sift just comes out of that trim tray.
0: That was all awesome. LP says in chat he still sit down the fucking sample that he got from from the uh, the last time I made so, or I believe it was oh, Smiley that passed So that's a cry man. And, yeah, it is. I, I can't. I can't do that, man. I, I see them all the people with the hash boxes with all the samples in there, and I'm like, how the fuck do they do that? I'm I, I must I may but just be a hash addict at this point. i that's what I'm thinking. Because I can't do it, man. I'm just like, I'll sit with the memory. <laughs> I'll sit with the memory versus yeah. have it in a box. I'll be like, oh, that was
2: good. I definitely weigh <laughs> on that side. My my buddy Grizzly grows. I was always jealous of him, like having that ability to do that too. He had like at least one nug from every grow that he's like ever done, and at least one piece of hash or concentrate from every run or process he's ever made. You
3: get that shit, man? It's, it's not a collection. It's not a collection thing. It's this medicine. Yeah. You don't collect medicine. Come on, you, you can do that with mugs or something. Yeah, but some people pl- have. Know, you know, like they're, 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 they, they
2: can store it away because they already have plenty enough to supply, you know what I mean,
3: I know, but what are you gonna do with it. It's not a show and tell thing. It's like,
2: you know, it's something to go back into. It's not. Well, it wasn't really show and tell. It's just something to enjoy and go back to. You know, like I said, it's a. Mem- uh, Eagle said it's a memory thing. Or he but can actually he, have a if, tangible.
3: If, if, if he's effect. got one from every grow, he's never going, okay, time to smoke, grow one. Today's the day. He's never going to do it. So it's not something to go back to. I've, I've seen
2: him. He does it. So. Hmm. Oh, you there's nothing wrong with that. So
0: no, wrong, no, 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 no. But... Yeah, yeah. Smash that I shit. It.
3: <laughs> Roll it out. I think he
4: learned that, though. I mean, like, honestly, like
2: yeah, the aging part. Um, but that's what I mean. He does go back and roll it up. It just might be a year or two before he comes back to it. You know what I mean?
1: I can see where it would be beneficial. You know I mean, it's
2: not, it's, not, it's, not her, it's not hermetically sealed, like, in a box that you have to lock open and it's, like, on display. It's just something to, to hold on to before you smoke all of it. And you're like, oh, man. I wish I would have had a piece of that nug because if you're growing multiple strands, if you're constantly bringing in new clones and you don't really have something, you know, you might figure out that, ah, well, you know, I'd probably let go of that clone too early. It would be nice to have a nug of that sitting around and then boom, you do have a nug of that sitting around.
1: Well, it's a good way to reference as well. I mean, uh, it's this as good as the last one I grew in the first part. I can't really remember. Let me go check. You know what I mean? It, it would be a good scientific uh, way to, Document what's been done mm. in the past. You know?
3: It's a moving feast, though, isn't it? Because both things, both samples, are changing well, I mean, every but, moment.
1: But if you're doing scientific stuff, like testing of THC levels and what have you, and let's say you want to go back, I mean, I could, I could definitely see it as something that I, I wouldn't mind doing, dude. Then think about this. I was looking in my I have a journal in my blood chamber, right, of all the different strains, and I had I had to start a new book today, and I started going back, and oh my god, I, I remember I grew that, and I remember I grew that. I mean, you, you just forget, you know what I mean? So it's kind of nice to have. Well, I like.
0: Uh, uh, who the fuck said that shit? And they right there, just Todd Kendrick's one word. Epoxy, they've got the right idea. How cool would that be to take some of that, like the epoxy that you can get, the resin that you dump on tables now, the clear, clear stuff?
1: <laughs> take
0: one bud um, and just make like a mold, and you know, dink dump, yeah. dunk it in there, for, and just make like revered a little glass. word out of it. For you know what I mean? <laughs>
2: Show Shelf- revered glass. I don't know the exact date that they started doing that, but they've been making things called nug captured bowls, you know, like a slide for your bowl. They'll put like a little, like you said, it's a blown out bubble, clear glass, and they put like a few drops of the epoxy in there, let it dry, set the nug on top, put the rest of the epoxy in there. And it's like literally like a spherical floating bud that's always sealed forever in this glass and a glass piece, it could be a pipe or a bong slide,
1: you know. Dude, I'd almost want to do that than just storing it away because then you could it could be a real conversational piece. You just, yeah, that back in uh, 2019. Uh. Well, that's like Mila, huh? That's
0: what Mila's walls like, isn't it? I yeah, pretty much. Yeah, a little hash samples. But man, little little bud cubes would be awesome. And that'd be something you could do yourself for relatively cheap. Make you up a little mold and fucking, you could actually, like I said, have a shelf of, you know what I mean? You would never smoke it, but it'd be right. colder, you know, be like, this was my, well, you know, We're uh, yeah, Another place where
2: cool. I actually like
1: that. Where you could say, I used to grow well, the. Now, what? We, we turned you
3: over that fast now? <laughs> Well, the thing is, now you've turned it into art. Now it ain't just some pointless connection. It's like some cubes, and like I can feel the form and shit. So, Here's another example. It's not example like something I not... ever thought about before, so my opinion isn't formed
2: okay. yet. <laughs> alright, alright. Don't form an opinion yet. But think about it. Because another instance where I've seen this happen, and this wasn't over like a we're saying a long period of time, multi years, or a, half decade or something but uh one of my cousin's buddies he had the uh whatever we want to call this um, patience restraint or whatever where he stored up uh every he kept one bud from uh, one whole year so just one year span you know maybe it was like 12 to 20 different type weeds that he got over that period of time and just one nug and then on new year's eve they smoked all those buds those like little half gram buds in one session
1: that'd be cool
3: so okay so red pill i've done exactly that and i think it was like 12 types of hash and four different types of weed or something i did this about when i was about 17 or 19 something like that so i have done exactly this so it's weird that i'm kind of arguing against it but that was just in Because when we were in the black market, every time you go to someone, it's something different. But that was just a collection. So those 12 or 15 samples were actually only for like six months or something. But yeah.
1: Uh, (laughs) Tasted good. Speaking of talking shit, I gotta go talk shit to my dreams. Thanks a lot guys for all the fun tonight. Cheers yeah. to the chat room and everybody on the panel. Until next time, enjoy yourselves.
3: Nice to see you, brother. That Have a great you. night.
1: You too. Cheers,
4: us. I'm smoking this one. Ego already said he's got to kick us
3: out early, so. Oh, yeah? Cool. I'm, I've got to work today. I'm like rolling up, getting ready for the day. <laughs>
0: I I love the way Smiley has already taken, pinned the credit off. He's like, yeah, I am not getting blamed for this early motherfucking episode. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Eagles already called this shit. (laughs) Oh, Smiley. You take so much heat, you always stick it out night after night, so many nights, and then when you go, I always poke fun at you for taking everybody out, but the truth is, man, you do hang out quite a few nights, man. you Actually, you bring a lot of people, too, so as many people as you take out, you bring twice as many.
4: It's just the way it goes, man. The shows end, and then, like, I don't know. This is how it is. I get it. I'll take shit, I'm getting shit, too. <laughs> There's, There's
0: always
2: that 24 uh, 7, 420 episode coming up, right?
3: Oh, yeah. Be one of well, his, hey, so. what about Mini Cropper, dude? Oh, man. Turns out he's Chad, right? I uh, I'm only really teasing, but yeah, I was like, it was hilarious when it turned out he doesn't smoke weed, it was like, I was like babe, look at this, look at Eagle's face. he doesn't know what to say
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what to say Was it dead, was
3: dead um, <laughs> uh, I've never had this conversation before <laughs> and even Cropper was laughing about it <laughs> This
4: is kind of funny, man, like I don't know. I've known a couple guys that grow really well, and yeah, they don't smoke, but it baffles you, you know what I mean? But they understand like, well, the one eagle, the one I'm thinking of is right here in Michigan, Leaf Doctor. He's won like 70, 70 different awards, dude, with fucking growing and shit. He doesn't Really? He doesn't Oh, fuck shit. shit. It blew my mind. I was like, that's fucking crazy. He's like, yeah, I don't I don't, know. I don't fucking smoke. He, the knows bit how, with Medi. he knows how to yeah. kill, kill her and fucking knows what he's doing. So shout out, you know what I mean. I didn't take nothing away. It's just yeah, it's just kind of one of them things where you're like, what? Yeah. You know? The bit
3: with Medi Cropper that was uh that was
4: frustrating
3: was he was like, yeah, I don't really want to become a lazy stoner. <laughs> and it's like no, 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 no. no. Man does a lot during the day. Don't imagine that we are sitting around. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Well,
4: it sounded like it was really highly illegal where he lived, too. So I'm not sure where, it, you know, in Europe he is or wherever. But it sounded like it was you know, oh,
3: He's in the States now.
4: Right. I guess he's back and forth. But he right, made, he made okay. a
0: comment that it was really illegal, like, where he was at oh he's gone he's gone he's back wherever that's why i had to do the monday episode because he only had three days left in the states he's like yeah it's got to be this day and i was like yeah cool i'll go on a monday i usually don't but it's you and sure yeah cool we'll go monday <laughs> that's why it was when it was so yeah you know what's funny is there was a couple firsts in that episode. You know what I mean? As far as things that, that he said about himself, but I giggled man, because I don't, there's been a lot of fucking episodes that I've done this last year where I've kind of got shit like that out. You know what I mean? I've never said this before, but, and it's oh, you know, I've, there's been a lot of firsts on this show and I'm thinking every day, and especially during the, his episode, I thought because I heard somebody like the one of one of the prior episodes that was really good. Somebody was like, he's getting to be like the Barbara Walters of cannabis. And then I, when he said Petty Crapper said, I've never said this before to anybody else, but I'm gonna say it on your show. I was like, it is getting to be like Barbara Walters. <laughs>
1: but, but I, in a good way in a
0: fun
4: way in a fun way i'd like to say yeah no doubt man it's been cool there's been a lot of a lot of cool ones i i like Medi cropper just because like for me when i started growing like he was one of the first guys that i kind of caught window that was like really showing big scale like you know what i mean Cause he'd walk, he walks in them rooms and it's like, yeah, fuck, I got 400 fucking plants in this one room and shit. And you're just yeah. like, holy balls, dude. Like, you know, like, and then, and then, yeah. And like, and it, people would give him shit or whatever. Cause he had this problem or that, but I mean, he was real fucking, that's the day-to-day struggle of it, dude. That shit don't just fucking go like a cruise liner. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not on cruise control ever at all, ever. It's always
0: fucking something. You know? So, Smiley. Again, this is the reason for a nice hash joint. This is night two. Wow, I've still got. I, by my calculations, I've still got. You know, the rest of the show easy on this bad boy. I lit this up when I, I, when I started tonight, two o'clock. I fired this bad boy up. And you could go back and time elapse this whole thing or just power through it. There's not one part of this video where I'm just not like smoking. I'm chiefing though. Know, I'm power smoking this whole fucking time, man. This thing is still here. Still one thing still about Roma like that that gets me is they never end, and it's
4: like that bowl that we packed at the one event that Ma- modern packed and it was like never fucking ending <laughs> the thing was going around I swear we all left that
0: thing was probably still burning <laughs> oh man why do you want it dead no I don't want it then. That's why I, want I it dead. Dead like that <laughs> I can play a fucking fucking Commodore song the fucking whole time I smoke at this fucking thing. <laughs> you once, twice, fucking, <laughs> look at this whole joint in love fucking two hours smoking this thing. I don't want it to ever end. <laughs> I'm in love with Mary Jane. Smile. I'm in love with Mary Jane.
4: It's nice to put it down for a second.
3: I'm pretty worried about running out of wedding cake.
4: Wedding cake?
3: Yeah, I don't want it to end. I'm you like stuff? It? I love smoking it. Is I don't you want like, to smoke. It. Huh? Did you like growing it? Uh, it went seventy-five days. So yeah, apart from that, <laughs> um, I've been finding that. I've been growing some bigger plants rather than my usual lots of small ones and uh, they go longer but I get better quality weed from top to bottom with a bigger plant. It's probably Eagle's fault. Um, But actually, genuinely, I find rather than growing the little short ones or the little small ones with loads in the bed, um, I get a, you know, no, I've said it, (laughs) from from the mids, to the top is a more similar quality with one root system, but it goes a few days longer because it has to, I think it's longer in stretch, finding the edges in the pot and stuff. Um, but overall it feels, it feels more ganja. It feels less production and it, I think the quality is better. So it is what I'm moving towards. So you're going to do like
4: uh take out where you had like four plants you're just you to run one plant
3: and run them a little bigger. Yeah, so room two, this room, the four by four, I just put three in there last time and normally and the time before it was nine.
4: Yeah, I like that, mean, I'll I tell you, I did something similar this last time. So I got one one row of flower that actually has like an extra three feet in it. So it sits down three might be two and a half, I don't know, but like yeah. Right. But, but either way, um I have that extra room. So like when I normally overgrow them, I'm gonna, you know, I'll take and I'll bend the stalk down and I kind of angle them and I'll fish all the tops through that I can. But that this last row I actually kind of let grow more straight up. So <laughs> I set the legs of the scrog I set a lot taller. So I didn't squish them down as much, you know what I mean? And then I, and then I, uh, I didn't really bend them at all. I fed the, the arms through, and I'm just using the scrog really to support the plants. They're really kind of growing on their own like that, which they did get too tall for me. I've had to kind of monster crop some of them down, but you know, for the most part, it's fucking turning out to be one probably one of the bigger yields of ever full. We'll see, fingers crossed.
3: So,
0: they
3: so I'll just they let that grow straight grow. up and down like you're talking about. And then I'll just... These will just get pulled down into... I can't do both things. It's much like you're talking about anyway. And then I'll put another row on at the top just for support. Ugh. That's nice
4: to let them grow into it. That's the other thing too, though, is like I got to move mine so. When I move the pot, yeah, And that's when I scrog it once it's in flower. So yeah, I mean if they overgrew on me in bed, I gotta wrestle that bitch into that scrog. You know? So that
3: gets- Yeah. That's less likely to happen, I guess, but I'm I, I desperately miss moving plants. Like I, I wish I had a veg. But it's not the system. It's just not the system and it is way better that those roots are established in that bed for for me. But yeah. I like moving plants from room to room. <laughs> right, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be the first and I am gonna boogie. Thank you for a lovely morning, gentlemen. Peace. Have a good
0: one.
3: Yep, peace.
4: Have a great day. I know you still smoking, so I okay. got. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so
0: smiley, I was listening to uh, Hydroponic slash whatever gardening fucking system book today, and I'm killing some audio books this year. <laughs> but uh, they were talking pros and cons of a wicking bed, and uh, they were actually talking uh, that. What are, you, what are your thoughts on uh, wicking systems uh, being depleted in just the areas? Uh, where the wick lies you think that's like do you think where the wick lies if there's not as many wicks evenly dispersed throughout the pot if they say that there's only one or two do you believe that the area is where the wick is do you believe that that area can like be just the only areas in the pot that get depleted you think there could be a rich zone like say in certain spots where it isn't wicked that or nutrients could lie but don't get utilized because of the moisture and the roots being drawn to the moisture. Not that area. Um,
4: I guess it's hard to say. Like, it, it in my mind's eye, eagle. It really depends on how many points where you have full contact for that to actually wick from. If that makes sense, like the in the earth box, it only wicks out of the two corners. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like the whole center of that thing is not touching the water. And even if you fill it all the way full, it cannot touch the whole the water. It overflows before it gets to the bottom of that. So in that style, they've controlled where the contact point of the media with the reservoir is. There's other styles where where if you're like you know, filling the trade or setting that whole pot, you got full contact to that whole bottom of that soil across that tray. So it's, it's a whole wicking point as the whole bottom. But I do think that the wicking action depends on the media, depends on how the media is aerated, a lot of that different stuff. And then, yes, I do think that it will draw it'll tend to stay, you know, the wettest, probably by the wicking point, you know, because if you think about it, that's where that's diffusing in the, in the water, that's where it's actually contacting the water and is and it's dispersing, you know, I mean, it's diffusing the water from there through the media. So like, you know, it's never gonna, the rest of the media is never going to be more wet than where it's contacting
0: the initial wicking. That makes sense. So, another fucking uh, system I had never really heard of that they were talking about, or well, at least I have never heard of it as far as cannabis use. They weren't really talking about it being used in cannabis, but it was uh, like a fine, they they called it, it wasn't like we would call like an aquaponics or like in uh, the cloning systems where we use, where there's jets of water being sprayed up at the point you know what I mean, from the bottom through jets, mild, like, misters. They were talking about, like, it was at more like an atomizer type fogging system. So, basically, it would sit in there and the roots would be, uh, it was like a super fine, fine fog, but not not a mess. Like the you know like the
2: is. newts are sitting in a new chance on
0: them? Yeah, like kind of like almost like they would have like a diffuser in that chamber somehow. You know what I mean? Just fogging up to the, the root zone. And I thought that would be the cat's ass if you could control that. <laughs> yeah, if they, they wouldn't get fogged or whatever, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: I've seen those little vibrator things, Eagle. That's a kind of a kick-ass idea. Those uh, guys make uh, humidifiers with them. They're like, I don't know, for ponds, or they do effects, I think, with them too. But you can get them to where they float in a in a bucket of water, basically, and then it vibrates at an ultrasonic speed, and it creates it creates this fog coming out because it's vibrating in the top of the. That's water. cool. And that, why I was,
0: couldn't I fucking... Yeah, you could do that why with couldn't a, I? What is. I'm thinking, though, is like taking... You ever take like a, one of them like Vicks Vapor fucking, you know, things that you put your face right on? Why couldn't you take one of those in a tub and like say, put it in a fucking timer? You know what I mean? So it just like kicked on fucking for 15 minutes and just fogged that tub. You know what I mean? So it, you'd have to fill, if you didn't, you'd have to fill that fucker every few hours. If you can put it on a timer, you can probably get away with maybe once a day. Yeah, just Is that how
2: know. a
4: diffuser works? Is that how a diffuser works? What's up, guys? Hey, you and Johnny. Oh, damn. Is that what you're talking about, kind of like a diffuser that kind of um, makes that, that really fine of that. kind yeah. of a
3: mist. Yeah. Exactly.
4: Yeah. I mean, that's the cool part about it. I think if I was going to do anything real complicated, the one that I would still kind of sits in the back of my head as being cool is the aquaponics. But oh, Yeah. To be fair, man, I had I've had aquariums for I mean twenty some years. Like I had a, I had, in fact in my garage I still have an aquarium. It's not being used, you know. What I mean, it's just sitting out there. But I bought that when I was in fucking eighth grade. So, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I always had fish and shit. So that's the only other thing. Like, I, if I was ever gonna do like a DWC style or something like that, I think it would definitely be in the realm of an aquaponics too.
0: Some of that shit rips, man. Yeah, well, happy- you'd have been, you'd have been swinging at this audio book, Smiley. Even I was chuckling a little bit because they come to you know it, It's labeled. It's a five book series on organic gardening, and they, when it got to book, I think it's four, four today when it got to hydroponics i'm like how the fuck are you doing hydroponics organic (laughs) but um they were talking about and that's the thing too they totally swayed from i never got like an organic input out of out of that they talked about you know hydroponics and how efficient it was Everybody, nutrients gets absorbed out of the water. and It's so much cleaner. It produces such a inferior product. You get you know bigger yields, bigger taste, blah blah blah. And I'm like, oh, the organics guy would would be fucking hating this shit. Even I was like, nah, I don't, I'm not buying that shit. <laughs> they you do know, produce good know, yields, method- but man, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Red pill.
2: One of those methods that I'd really like to try—it's basically both of them are the same thing; they're just arranged differently—is the NFT or the Dutch buckets. Have you ever seen that? Where it's a gravity-fed constant, you know, drip system, and then it gets recycled, pumped in through the top, and then drains back down again. So the plants always have. Yeah, I've I've never seen that.
4: uh, Build them for veggies and shit.
2: Yes, I mean I've never seen cannabis people do anything with it.
4: That's an interesting one to... was, Yeah, they do. They do the NFT, but they put them in the tubes, and they just flood the tube so often, so it's not constantly there, but it's flooded. Like it's almost like a flooding drainage. Yeah, stuff. the one. The,
2: even the tubes, they have to be at an angle, you know, because yep. then it's the that's how you get the. You can do it like a pyramid too. You can have two tubes on either end that have a peak, and then you know the pump pumps it to that peak, and then it drains off both sides back to the reservoir on either side.
4: I actually have one of those.
0: You could. I. It'd almost be cool to run like a vertical setup like that, to where you run it kind of like a waterfall setup. Just pump it in and just let it trickle down. Just pump it in, let it trickle down. Yeah, it's never ending.
4: And then it runs down like it yeah, it's, it's a constant flow and on one of those plants, like this, you know. what I mean, and then you, and they tear them like that all the way around, and then it hits each plant mm-hmm. as it goes down. And it's just a little pond pump, like a waterfall pump, running to the top. Yep, yep, and it just goes up and it just keeps recycling it. It could
2: easily be solar powered and take care of it and run itself, you know.
0: That is so I true. Think, yeah, that'd be real dope. Bell B C is the only one I ever seen that uh, tried cannabis on a vertical gardening like that. He did well with it. I, he's the only person, and he didn't show a lot of the videos of him doing it, but it looked really cool what he had going there. Just bulbs dropped in the center of the room and everything vertical along the walls. its really cool to see. Mm-hmm.
4: I've seen where they hold, like, stadiums scare them like that away from them. You know? I, I don't
2: know. I've like seen huge-ass machines that they look kind of like a uh, um, a pollinator or those tumble, tumble now, you know, machines. But it's a huge thing where it has, like, rows of plants that are around the outside of this spinning thing. Well, they're in the interior, but on the, you know, what spins and then the center of it fixed is a whole bunch of double-ended HPS lights. So this huge contraption is literally a a tube that has plants growing in it that are so slowly going up and down like a inverted uh, Ferris wheel with the lights straight down the center of this massive ass machine. I could look for the video and try and find that and send it to you guys later on after i find it but i'd have to i can't remember what it's called and i have to like go on my subscriptions list find my like first ever channel go to that go to the favorite videos on there and hope the video is still up so
0: well guys we're coming close to that hour it's the wrap it up box You know what? I've kind of thought about this, too. Uh, Do you guys like the maniacal laugh there? Yeah. It's pretty maniacal, too. I've kind of thought about this. Thought about this. Put much, 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 much thought into this. To all past guests, all past guests, all rabbit holes, if you are sponsored and you come on the rabbit hole, the word hole, mentions of your sponsors are limited to your goodbyes. (laughs) On the way out, if you want to say, hey, good night. Everybody, want to check out my video about Mars Hydro? All right. Mm. That's the time. The rest of it, pure cannabis and fun. <laughs> Plugs on the way out. So, on the way. Out. So, I like that. Other than that, right. I think that's fair. I think that's fair. So, about this? Is this allowed?
4: There you go, well. <laughs> no, you you yeah. tell me I can't wear my my hats. And that no, 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 no. I'm fucking wrong. No. I know what you're getting at. I drink
2: is. a can of Pepsi with the Pepsi uh, logo directly
0: pointed right into the camera. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine unless you're going to go on and talk about it for a half hour yeah, yeah. With, yeah. with yeah. your discount code, Ven- it's just Ven- fun. You can sit, Ven- you Ven- can yeah, sit red. and slurp it all you want, but if you're gonna go buy this with discount code, <laughs> you're gonna save it till the end. What if? What if um, say, <laughs> you can slurp it on the way out and it. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's what. So it is what it is. Uh, so,
4: so what's enforcement then? Like, huh? What's uh, the enforcement? Like warnings and like minute timeouts. We're gonna do like hockey rules, in five minute. Uh, the next Actually, day penalty box in rules you're out of the fucking game. penalty, <laughs>
0: fucking <laughs> penalty box rules. <laughs> I haven't thought it that far. I haven't thought it out that far yet, Twilight. You <laughs> called me out right on air, too.
4: Yeah, just, I'm just wondering. I mean, rules aren't rules, right? Without enforcement, so you're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, exactly right. I like the I like the uh, hockey rules. Putting I mean, like
1: the penalty box. Is
4: Is there any way to get a uh, like a one of those things that you can get, like, a gong hook that comes in and grabs them across the screen. (laughs) You remember the old gong show?
0: Yeah. Well, this is... Well, well, uh, Smiley, this is... Let's put it this way. If I'm not gonna fucking advertise and sell shit on this, I can't necessarily justify it for everybody else. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the way I see it. The, the wormhole, the rabbit hole, whichever that you want to call it, was always fun and knowledge, not sales. conversation. Yeah, <laughs> not sales. So let's keep it fun and knowledge. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> not sales. So, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Out, yeah. God, that was a, like wow, an awkward. Man, yeah. I should have saved that for the beginning because that just made like an awkward, like, dry fuck ending and shit. Everybody's like walking away, all asserts and shit. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Sorry, Smiley.
4: No, no, that's all right. I was just giving my shout out to my Patreon and my fucking did I know. It. Making sure I did it in the appropriate time. Uh, <laughs> All right, man. Have a good one. Yeah.
0: Good
4: like, smile. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then, man. I just wanted to come on and smoke out with y'all before before the show ended. So.
2: Well, I'm glad you <laughs> happened. Yeah.
4: yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> peace out, everybody. I'll talk right. to you guys later, Eagle. Much love, respect. We'll talk to you later, man. See
2: Who's
3: on He's for tonight? Sorry.
4: Yeah, who's on for tonight, Eagle? Oh,
0: 808 uh, eight, eight, uh, 808 pound mantra on Instagram. That's who cool. Tonight is. Right on.
4: All right then, man. We'll see you guys later. Grow me Thank some you. chat, everybody. See you guys.
2: Peace out. Peace, Johnny. Thank you, Eagle. Um, uh, Fun (laughs) night tonight. Thank you, everyone in chat, for hanging out. Uh, I'll see you guys all later. Peace. I don't know. That was a weak outro, but thanks
0: for having me, Eagle. You're always welcome, my friend. Thank you. Thank you. Peace out. With that being said, uh, man, I hate to even dump on you guys, but I am cutting short even on the shout-outs tonight, man. I have to be up in four hours to throw on the nail bags and start building. So, uh, big heartfelt on the no shout-outs tonight. But you guys got to remember, I do love you guys and appreciate all of you guys very, very much. Hopefully you guys respect that decision that I made, but it is what it is. So, check me out as much. Like Johnny said, tonight is 808-POW-MATRA on Instagram. We'll be here tonight at 11 o'clock. 11.30? 1130. <laughs> 11.30. I am going to try to give back more on a time schedule. I think I owe that to you guys. Instead of Whenever the fuck I feel like it, I think I will get try to get back to somewhat of a schedule. So tomorrow, eleven thirty for sure. I try to stay on time for the spotlights. It's just the wormholes I'm a little sketchy about. But we'll get back on track. Tonight, eleven thirty. Don't forget to check us out. Other than that, you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Have a prosperous Tuesday. I love you guys. This is the end of your journey. Please get some rest. This is the beginning of your day. Go out and make a kick-ass day. Kick-ass day. Do something nice for somebody. Random acts of kindness do save lives. A living, breathing example of that. Don't take... Don't not that. Forget to take time to take care of yourself. Be good to yourself. I'm out of
3: here.